Hello there, my name's Neil David and I'm the host of Eurograps Express, the podcast exclusively dedicated to the wrestling of Europe. If it's wrestling and it happens in Europe and it's good, we talk about it. Whether it's RevPro, Progress, WXW, Passion Pro, Pro Wrestling Chaos, Pro Wrestling North, we don't care, we talk about them all. If it's good and it's exciting, I want to share it with you. We're on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Check us out on the feed. Check us out on Twitter at EuroGrapsEXP. And join us for chat about European wrestling and a little bit of chat about cheese. Hopefully see you there. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody, welcome to the Super Cast. I'm Joel, joined, he's back, Hi. it's Uncle Damon! Hooray! Yay. I was going to say, it's Saturday 16th of December 2023, episode 273, but Damon's back everyone! All right. I'm so happy, welcome back! Thanks buddy, appreciate it. Uh, I missed everyone, I uh, was out of the loop for a little bit there. Um, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, a little uh you you've managed to miss absolutely nothing like nothing's really? happened in the world of new japan been, <laughs> i mean see, it's like no notable events no notable matches no news so it's great like it's like the whole industry stood still for me waiting for you to come back and yeah we had so many people writing in who had, you know delight to have you back asking after you people oh. well wishing hoping you're right and you know, I didn't want to be. Well, you're back. I've got no notes for the show, David. This is going to be wild. First of all, I highly doubt anyone asked anything about me. But okay. Uh, secondly, the look. I feel bad missing the shows. Uh, I really appreciate once again. If we have to send up the uh, the bat signal, as we call it, uh, we have a we have a lot of people in our pockets that if we need to uh, have them go to, you know, if we need to go to the bullpen, they are there and they're willing and not only willing, but they're good. Like they can just pop right in. And again, you, you have a, a gift as well in the sense that you can just kind of, you know, whoever steps on that mic, you can, you can roll with them. Um, so yeah, thanks booze, John Carroll, uh, definitely appreciate it uh, on on such short notice, but yeah, fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, you want to you want to get into the deets or uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, want to get into the weeds. Yeah, again, as, as I said off off air, we have to encourage the yeah. parasocial relationships with with the piggy somehow. So just <laughs> throw a few scraps, Damon. Where the, the fuck have you been? Where have you been, Peach? <laughs> well. I've been uh, so okay. So uh, I, I don't want to give you the the, the long winded story, but as everyone is we well, as well, we've got nothing else to talk about. This good week. point. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so I don't even know where I where to make this logical. I think if uh, okay, so let's start with this. So I stopped drinking. As, as everyone may be aware, probably aware, I said it on the show before, and uh, 
a positive, right? It's it's been nothing but a positive in my life, without question. Um, like my anxieties and all that stuff that come with drinking that you think is helping is actually hurting and blah, blah, blah. So, yep, I've been pretty good and pretty diligent at keeping up with that. The problem with that is this. One of the main reasons why I uh, consumed uh, a lot of alcohol is the fact that I'm constantly trying to find something that would quiet my mind. I talk about it a lot, like when I go to sleep, I need Ambien, um, and just in general. Uh, My mind races at 45,000 RPM when I feel like uh, half of that is is fine. Uh, And I think people who know me and have been around me for at least a little bit kind of know that um, I would be, like if you're going to point somebody out uh, as possibly having uh, ADHD, then... Yeah, I might be that poster child. Now, without the drinking, everything becomes magnified, right? So uh, I'm trying I, – I, one of the things about me is that I love to learn new things. I like to uh, experience new things. I like to – everything from like, like good barbecue to – uh, airline simulating flying to uh, hacking stuff and and doing all that and so um it's it's frustrating because my I don't necessarily I'm not no, known to finish things right I'm I'm not known to finish projects I'm not known to finish uh, things that I like in fact. It, 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 there comes a certain point where I actively hate the thing that I love, right? So, like, I had a drum set, an electronic drum set. I played it for like a month, and then it collected dust. Um, so, so now we have that backstory. So now I, I'm kind of with these TV channels, or somebody has explained it to me before, like throwing a fucking box of Legos on a trampoline. Um, and I'm kind of like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm having more difficulty doing the things I enjoy. I'm having more difficulty at work, focusing on projects and getting things done. I'm having more problems, uh, with just about everything, forgetfulness, um, procrastination, uh, you name it. It's, it, it was magnified. It felt like by a lot. I'm not one to self-diagnose. Like I'm not, I, I, I'm uh, for me, like people's mileage may vary and their comfortability with self-diagnosing themselves. Um, knock yourself out. I, I can't, I don't want to. I, 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 I feel like I don't, I can say I have anything. I could say I do anything. I could say that, you know, whatever I could say, I can say anything doesn't necessarily mean that it's accurate, right? Uh, and I trust a a mental health care provider's opinion who is who specializes in ADHD to tell me that yes, in fact, you do, Damon, have um, ADHD. I think I do. I the people around me would be like, "Yep, of course." 
Um, but I needed to hear it from someone official. The problem with that is this. In the United States, our healthcare system really doesn't recognize ADHD or a, a professional diagnosis of ADHD uh, at all. It really doesn't. And, and, I, and, and here's the thing, too. Even in some small conversations I've had with other people, they think it's like a, a children's thing and that you grow out of it. And that's not the case. So uh, I needed to get that. I need to get that done. The problem is, is that, again, our healthcare system stinks. Um, and the lowest quote I was given was $6,500 for them to tell me after testing that it would be, you know, I would or I wouldn't. Obviously, $6,500 is certainly not something to sneeze at. And once again, it's kind of like, okay, you're just confirming what I kind of feel like I know. But I did find someone in in kind of close by um, that did it at a, at a reasonable price. And I had to spend three days getting tested. And, and it was three long days, not an hour, right? Uh, with a myriad of different tests, uh, ranging from uh, mathematics and word problems. And uh, there was even like a section where it was like trivia, like uh, who's Martin Luther King? Who's Gandhi? Who's, you know, stuff like that. Um, Did you have to do any squats? <laughs> I didn't have to do one Hindu squat. None. I didn't do anything physical at all. Um, except I did. <laughs> so she's like, uh, uh, all right, Damon, the... Uh, uh, Jane has four apples and uh, gives three to Jack, and Jack then eats a bite of one. And but right, and it was like an hour of this. At one point, I was like, "I'm going to be. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't give a fuck about Jane and her dumb apples. She can shove them up her ass." <laughs> <laughs> I, swear to God. I was like, "I'm really getting fucking sick of this because I was bombing." Like, dude, I. So there, there was one test that where was it was probably like, part of the test. Like they were probably just going to yes. keep doing it indefinitely until you say, "Right, that's enough. Come on." Right? No, it, it, that's exactly what it was. And like there was like tests where it was like, okay, I had to. Sh she would read off a set of numbers, and then I had to rearrange those set of numbers um, sequentially. Right. So I had to, you know the highest digit down to the lowest, but um, it, I couldn't write anything down. It was just you know repeat back and do it in my head, uh, dude. If she gave me more than four digits, I couldn't do it. Like I would just freeze. I could, I could I'd actually feel myself like shut down. Like my 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 brain just went. Bzzz, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Why do you have so much trouble with the G one climax? Oh, <laughs> the, yes, the blocks the permutations. <laughs> I did. I mean, just, like, honestly, just tell me he's in the final. <laughs> Right. Hey, no, you're exactly right because it does frustrate the fuck out of me. Right. So all this frustration um, recently, all the, the testing that I had to do, all that, whatever, like I'm absolutely exhausted, mentally just drained. And already like just I, my my battery runs low just normally. Was yep. it was it any worse than the uh, summer struggle tour of twenty twenty one? It was much worse. 
<laughs> that was frustrating too. Uh, so, yes, uh, I, I got I get the results back, and uh, yes, it is confirmed. I am uh, a poster child. Uh, I asked. So, on a scale of like one to ten, like if, if there is such a thing, like like how confident is this diagnosis that you're giving me, and like how severe is it? If there are levels of severity, she was like, I was like, um, you know, scale one to 10. She was like eight and a half. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, and apparently I tested. So there's three types of ADHD. There's uh, a hyperactive and that's usually children, right? Like you can see it in the way that they uh, behave in, in classrooms or out in a restaurant or what have you. Um, and then there's the inattentive, which most adults who have it would fall into. And I and I literally thought, okay, that I mean, if I'm going to get pigeonholed and labeled, there's where I'm going. Right, that's the bucket I'm dropping into. Both. I tested high on both. I was like, wow. Um, my fidgeting, my the fact that I have Joel right now, I have three Rubik's cubes right in front of me, and one of them are in my hand, and I'm just turning it and turning it and turning it and turning it. <laughs> I have these things. Um, so I, I guess the main point is, is that while everyone might think I'm an asshole and think I'm a fucking idiot and think I'm a dope uh, and I don't reach my potential and all of that stuff, um, not to say that I have an excuse for it, but it is a little bit of a relief knowing that, okay, officially – um, these might be the reasons why these things have happened in my life and currently and in the past and hopefully not in the future. Now, will I go on medication? Yes, I will. Um, and I'm kind of eagerly anticipating it. Um, I got to I gotta wait for my doctor, my primary doctor, to get the report and then uh, uh, you know, assign the medication uh, because they can't write the prescription <laughs> again, USA, USA. Um, so that was it. So when like, like there was one day where we had to do a show and I was so exhausted and so just kind of nervous. And cause I, cause truth be told, Joel, I was hoping that it like, that would be the diagnosis because if not, then what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. So, like, I, I guess I am dumb. I guess I am a fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like um, I was kind of, I was hoping, not kind of, I was hoping for that diagnosis. Um, imagine she'd be like, nah, you're just a fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be fucking lovely. Um, so when we were supposed to do a show, um, I slept. And I will admit it that I slept. Um, and I... And I drank and I uh, was asleep when I was supposed to be. Was it because of the impending podcast that drove you to do that? <laughs> or was it? It really was. <laughs> the thought of was. discussing New Japan, you're just like, oh, fuck it. I can't do it anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do, I can't do this. Um, so that's that. That's, 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 so I, I fucked up. I, I fell off the wagon. Um, and I'm not proud of that. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that it happened, but it did. Um, and I'm, I'm going to own up to the people that listen because, uh, here's the thing. I think it's important. 
I think it's important that I do have some accountability for my actions, one. And two, I feel like I do – I was talking to somebody, and I'm definitely not going to name names, but they know who they are, um, about this, about like uh, struggles that, that we, we both have. And I was like, you know, it wouldn't hurt for you to at least explore with your primary care doctor um, options to at least get tested, right? At least. I was like, it, it sounds similar, but you you got to do it for yourself. You don't want me to diagnose you. I don't want to even want to diagnose myself. So you 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 know, look into it because like I am at the point where, Joel, I'm like, what? I'm in the what ifs, uh, unfortunately, today. Like, today I'm in the, well, what if this was picked out sooner? Or what if this was picked out when I was a child? Or what if this was even picked up 20 years ago? Like, it just wasn't a thing. And um, it's just what I could have accomplished or what I could have um, done that you know, the, the 20,000 things that I start and didn't finish. Um, so I kind of, I'm in that little bit of a frame of mind, but I'm, that will pass. Um, because I'm, I'm actually really excited. Like I'm excited that there is a, a, at least a path and I'm not just spinning my wheels. So I don't know if I'm doing this to just get it out of my system. Cause I haven't talked to anybody but Cheryl about this. Um, or, or, or if, in some strange way, I'm like, if if people are also, if there's somebody else out there that's kind of like, you know, I kind of feel like this, and you're having struggles with procrastination and, you know, it, uh, or work projects, or you just like, like a large data set of numbers just fucking, you know, your head explodes. I get it. Like, I get it. So, um, I don't know. I just encourage people, if you feel strongly that you know you might be a candidate, and there's a million online tests you can take. Right? Again, that that's not going to be the be all to end all, mind you. That's going to be a start, right? At least a little bit. Um, go get checked because it's. I feel like it's either so overdiagnosed or completely underdiagnosed. Um, and I and there's a lot of me that feels like yes, there are there college kids abusing Adderall. Of course there are. Of course there are. Um, but taking that even out of the equation, I, I really feel like there are so many people that might benefit just from getting tested. So that's my story. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. Um, and if you've been moved and you admire and respect, you know, Damon pouring his heart out and sharing his struggles with you, redcircle.com forward slash Yes. I'm going to pay for this test. It's, listen, it's not 6500 fucking dollars, but uh, it's, you know, so a little significant. Let's put it that way. Um, so, yeah, redcircle.com. All right. So that's me. Let's catch up. Let, this is like catching up with the Peshmo. Catching up with Joel. Joel? How have you spent the last uh, week or so? <laughs> because quite honestly, I feel like your story is more harrowing than <laughs> mine. To be honest, we're not playing top trumps. Uh, no, but so. <laughs> uh, just you know, putting this into context for how lucky you people are to get 
a podcast this week. Right. Um, so I don't. I probably haven't mentioned on the show. Um, my mother-in-law, Mally's mother, has been battling with cancer for quite a while now. It's been. Mm. I think it was around 2016. It, it first popped up and. You know, it's sort of been coming and going, but it's just progressively got worse over the last few years. And she's been basically immobile, bedridden for the last, I want to say, two years, which has been difficult for Mally, obviously. And, uh, you know, moving over here, it was a very emotional goodbye for her because she didn't know, you know, would, would she see her again? So I was expecting this to happen. I wasn't expecting it to happen so soon, but she got a, a call around last, maybe sort of Saturday, saying that the mum had taken a turn for a worse. Um, she was in the ICU and the doctors basically said they reckon she's got about 48 hours. <sighs> so Mally was like, I've got to go back. So she booked flights, took Arthur with her. Um, and they, yeah, they went back to Thailand uh, last Monday. And funnily enough, well, I mean, great for her, since she's arrived, her mum seems to have, got a bit better you know she's oh. responsive she's opened her eyes she's able to talk okay um and that's great you know because in thai culture family is sacrosanct you know it's so important and mali lost her father when she was 13 so her mother's basically single-handedly raised her and her three siblings and they've just got a, a really close relationship so um yeah it would have been terrible for mali to like fly back and you know get their too late to be able to see her mother but uh, you know who knows maybe her actually being there in person and you know holding her hands might have had something to do with that i don't know but you know if you believe that kind of stuff so that's that's great for her so they're still in thailand at the moment um but the well caveat to that being i, I had sent off the kids uk passports to the child benefit office in the uk because i i want some of that that monetary goodness you know every little helps yeah so uh arthur flew out there in his Thai passport, but he doesn't have his UK passport because the Child Benefit Office have that. So at the moment, he's got no way of actually returning to the oh country. Oh my god, no! <laughs> so there's that. Um, I, you know, I don't know what to do about that. It should be all right, actually. I mean, I should be able to phone up the Child Benefit Office and be like, "Oi, yeah. give the passport. It's an emergency." And then you know, DHL it out to Thailand. Uh, but yeah, basically for the last week, it's been me and Esther flying solo. It's been the first full week of school for my new job. Um, new house, uh, and I've also had the final uh, summative assessment task for this uh, course I've been doing, this MPQSL, so uh, qualification for uh, senior leadership in education. So all that stuff has just kind of sort of piled oh up in God. one week. And, um, yeah, so it's just been, you know, get up, take Esther to school, drop her off, do my day of teaching, pick her up, take her home, feed her, wash her, do plan my lessons for the next day, do some work on my assignment, and then <laughs> sort of collapse into troubled sleep. At some am, point. I collapse? <laughs> am I collapse? Am I collapse? You mean jerk off for 10 minutes and then fall asleep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just to be, exactly too much some clarity right. there. All right. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know when her and Arthur will be home, and obviously I miss them a lot, but we're, we're managing. You know, it could be worse, but um, – Daddy daughter time. Daddy daughter shows. Was super dash J cast. Uh, yeah, just give just give us both some money for our, our sob stories because yeah. uh, it's been a rough week. This is this assignment. It is due Monday afternoon. Um, I spent a long time working on it today. You know when you spend ages writing something and then you read it back and you're like, this is absolute <laughs> horseshit. This yeah, doesn't every make time. any sense. This is <laughs> this is crap. Every time I listen back to these shows. <laughs> 
<laughs> at least it's funny when we do it like that's that. a good point that's a good point yeah trust me i, I know um, what you're saying man i know what you're saying oh yeah. you've been through that's it this week man fuck i've been through worse uh, okay but like i'm t- i'm a little tired of if you getting having to test that line <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> you know, i'm i'm, I'm kind of over it to be honest with it like i feel so bad for you and and like, of course molly and her family and Oh, what a fucking dude! I hate getting old so much. I absolutely fucking hate it. It's the worst. It is the worst. It's fucked up my brain completely. I, I, yeah. I don't know if this is partly having kids that has done this, but I just often find myself sort of walking into a room, and then I've no idea why I went in there or what I'm doing. <laughs> like when I was trying to take Esther to school the other day, I ended up having to go up and down the stairs about four times, <laughs> failing <laughs> to get the, the thing that I was originally supposed to get before it was time to leave. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you got a, a lot on your fucking mind. You're trying to juggle 19 balls at once. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I don't know. I, you're one of the strongest dudes I know, right? You've been through, like, again, if you ever write this fucking book, phew, nobody's going to believe it. <laughs> you, know, you know, for the people who have listened to this show for a, a decent amount, first of all, you're a masochist. Second of all, uh, thank you. Third of all, uh, you know the story. It's like I can't, I, I cannot believe the amount of fucking headache you have had in the past five years. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But yet, again, joys as well. But man, whew. all right. Listen, I don't want to make you fucking sad. Fuck. No. <laughs> well, like I say again, we I made it through summer struggle twenty twenty one. I'll get through this. <laughs> yeah. Well, At least we got the cheering crowds back, Damon. You know what? That is that is a good thing, no doubt. That is a good thing. And and while the promotion that we follow might not be in the place that we want it to be, and it quite honestly feels like um, it's only going to get a little bit worse until we find a way to hit a reset button. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just a weird. Where are you? Where are you on the product right now? Because you've not watched anything. What since the G one final? Uh, yeah, I haven't watched anything for like probably like two weeks at least yeah how are you feeling about new japan pro wrestling in uh well, september 2023 yeah you know i was really bullish i was very much uh into the stunk as you said um i've i've never been more neutral <laughs> I, I guess the be- best way to describe it. Um, it's it's weird because we get people that criticize us for being AEW supporters, which is absolutely the, one of the most fucking ludicrous things I've ever heard in my life. But okay, dopes. Yeah, okay, yeah. We're, 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 we're flying that banner. Um, and in the same breath, we have people on the other side saying, oh, you always shit on everything New Japan does and you never give... And it's like, uh, okay. I mean, obviously, we're doing something right because two now two places can't stand us, and it's always been that way. <laughs> That's right. That's my motto in life. If you're making people angry, you're doing something right. Right, and understand that. And like, there are times where it is fucking dead. It is fucking deader than dead in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I'm going to kind of come up with wacky scenarios and what ifs and 
shit like that because I'm trying to have a motherfucking entertaining conversation that people might enjoy in their car and be like, oh, well, that probably won't happen, but what? Of course it's not going to happen, you fucks. Fucking idiots. I, I'm telling you, some of the best people I've ever met were because of pro wrestling. Some of the dumbest motherfuckers I've ever been, a, 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 a just absolute pinheads. Oh, fucking stupid cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember someone accusing me of using the podcast as uh, my own personal vehicle to get the last word in on internet arguments. <laughs> well, Welcome to the club. You, you joined me on that, Crusade. Yeah. I mean, listen, why else would we do it? Yeah, we have the microphones. We have the microphones. Maybe if you had a shred of uh, uh, of talent doing anything, you could you could also have your voice be heard. Where's your podcast? Where's your podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I get it. Uh, but you know, not for nothing. We're the best, even uh, with our trials and tribulations. <sighs> All right, so that's that. We're caught up with how miserable life has been to us. But guess what? There's sunshine and rainbows. Now, to answer your yeah, question. Yeah, Arsenal back in the Champions League. There you go. You see? Look at you. Unbelievably great. Hockey season starting soon. Right around the corner. So I'm excited for that. Another. I'm, so excited. I'm looking it up now. Let me see. What, when is this match? Uh, this is, yeah, Wednesday, 8 o'clock in the evening. Arsenal versus PSV Eindhoven. Oh, so excited. It's been... God, when was the last? I can't even remember the last time we were in the Champions League. It might have been 2016 or something. I, I've just got great memories of Champions League football. I used to get a Chinese takeaway mm-hmm. midweek, sit down, eat that, watch the Arsenal in Europe, and that's that's right around the corner. So, you know, submit my assignment, and then I've got that to look forward to. And no wife nagging me about watching the football. Right. Right, right, right. Not that she, not that that, she do that. That, anyway. kid, that kid can sit in its own <laughs> soil. It's okay. Wait till <laughs> after the game. <laughs> It's natural. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think. I, I, I honestly, I, if, if anything, I think you are uh, hyper dad. You, you know what I mean? Like you make sure every, all the fucking eyes are dotted and T's are crossed. I ain't worried about that. Kids gonna be fine. Um, how do you the f- great thing is, right? My new school, mm-hmm. uh, Esther's loving the new school, and it's tiny. It's a really small school, okay. so she gets to see me all throughout the day. She keeps walking into my classroom. <laughs> In the middle of the day, just like sitting down with my students, being "Hello, Daddy, what are you doing, Daddy?" Aww. And then they'll be like, "What?" Her teacher, like running after her, Esther, come back. Oh, she doesn't get it. She thinks, "What well, that's great." Yeah. I love it. I, I encourage it. I, I, and I have to sort of pretend to be like, "Oh, Esther, oh, that's shocked. Go back to your class, but secret." I'm like, "Yeah, keep doing it. I like it." Yeah, I bet it's awesome. That's a good feeling. That is a really good feeling. Um, all right, so let me ask you this. You asked me, I, I said, I'm kind of neutral. I feel a little blasé. I feel a little impending doom around the corner. Uh, and again, nothing that's going to shut down a company, mind you. But, you know, look, we're, we're, I, think, I think everybody knows where we are. I, know, I, I saw, you know, the news of Kevin Kelly getting out is, is out there. So, okay, that's, that's one name that I think, I think definitely hurts uh, more than people realize. And I, and I, and I think that uh, the, the contributions that he made and the sacrifices that he made um, to help people not only um, discover the product, but uh, cultivate their love of 
the product is just I, I I I can't say anything more than he his loss will will be felt. Um, and it's a and it's a sh- it's a little bit of a shame, and and some of it has to do with you know family and the fact that you know you know he's gone for a month. And it's the misses that are taking care of the kids and the kids are growing up and all that stuff. Um, but over and above that, it's like, to me, his most recent shows have been sprinkled with, I'm not going to say bitter, but like there's a sarcasm there and a, uh, uh, bitterness is not the word, but kind of like dissatisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. That it feels like, you know, he's kind of, I don't, I'm not saying male it in that, but no such imagination because he, he, he's, he's, he's not he's grown apart from the product. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he has to, right. Because he's, he's got other responsibilities that are right around the corner. Um, did I see something with him and Ian? Yeah, Booz and I were sort of hinting at that without wanting to address it directly. But yeah, there were some quite uh, inflammatory and daft things uh, said on the uh, Voices Wrestling Discord. Wow. See, here's a problem. And, and again, I understand it's a public Discord. I understand that people are in it. But like, got to be, got to, you know... What you, the minute you say something and the minute you type something out, you got to know that it's, it's there for the taking for, for any, any audience. Um, and that, you know, yeah, it's, I don't know. I thought that was a, a, a weird thing to have happen. Um, and, and, and to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, listen, we can talk about it now. I don't give a shit. Um, to me, it felt like Ian felt blindsided. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the source of the, the grievance. Right. I mean, you know, I, can't, I, I, I don't know the particulars, but um, yeah, he did air, air it out. That's for sure. Oh, Voices of Wrestling, you've done it again. <laughs> Kreich and Lanza just rocking the boat. Rocking the boat. Well, that might, might have been indirectly my fault. Oh, no. We're, we're involved in this? No. No one noticed that now because it, the whole thing just went up in flames and then everyone was talking about them to it. Right, right, right. Not talking about where that information may have come. Look, I said before, people tell us and tell me stuff for a reason. Right. If, there's, if it's explicitly stuff they don't want to get out there, they will say, please tell don't. me this in confidence. Please don't tell anyone else. Correct. Otherwise... I realize that we are a tool, dare I say, a valuable tool in, in the community for uh, people to get information out there. Right. Right. Sometimes people like to have their narrative out there first. No doubt. Absolutely. And, and, and that is why we try to at least confirm certain things with like, I feel like we have a hierarchy of trust. You know what I mean? And um, there are certain people that are at the top of the, the mountain. You know who you are. And there are people who are in the middle. And there are people that 
feed us stuff that, okay, we, we definitely take with grains of salt, no doubt. But like, not to say that we're the greatest of, of people to be able to weed through all of that, but yeah, people, it's pro wrestling. At the end of the day, it's, this is still pro wrestling and pro wrestling means I have to get book my own gigs and I have to uh, set my own dates and I have to set my own prices. And it's that competition in a locker room, even though everything might seem kumbaya, understand that they they are out for themselves. Every single one of them. Every single right. one. You, you, you will recall uh, when Jay White was the hottest wrestler on the planet Who? in uh, sort of late in January 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was us. We did all the heavy lifting there. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Jeez Louise. You know, look. Uh, and that was a tough time because, and correct me if I'm wrong, we were getting stuff from multiple places, it felt like, didn't it? Yes, multiple contradictory right. statements. Right. So, you know, so what do you, so what do, you do with that information? Um I love the fact that we, at the very least, are respected enough that we are 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 that people feel that we can, even if they're not giving us the truth, that they can feel comfortable giving us what they want to give us. Right? Yeah, work us. Right. Work, work me softly, brother. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I, we don't mind because I feel like at, there are times when. You know, we we nod in appreciation and thank you for sending that to us, and we do nothing with it. And then there are other times where we might investigate a little bit further. And then there are other times where it's like, what's going on here? We need some clarification. So, yes, just I, look, all this segment is is just us reaffirming to everyone that we are the best podcast in the world. Just saying. Although... I would like to be on abroad in Japan one time. I'm telling you. <laughs> Have you read his book? Are you going to read his book? Cheryl's reading it right now, and I'm reading it after. Uh, she oh, said it's pretty good. Is she enjoying it? She she absolutely is. Um, he shares a bunch of stories that he's never shared before. One that equally – I don't want to spoil it for people because if you, if you want to read it, it's, it's there. But I, I think – Look, I, I like him because he's got the snark and he's got the the funny and he's got the uh, the the balls to do what he does, right? Uh, and and did what he did. I, I appreciate that. Plus, you know his his favorite bands are kind of in my wheelhouse. So um, yeah, but the book is pretty good from what I understand. And the the one story I'll just leave it the one story about him taking his first trip. To Osaka, uh, and let's just say, if you're a guy, and even if if you're if you're a girl or whatever, um, the prospect of going to a strange town for the first time, and uh, the 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 gods smile upon you. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Read the book; it's in the book. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I he's, got, uh, he's narrated the audio book as well. So you can get oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I might get that right after we're done. I might do that. He was talking about on this recent podcast, how uh, the guy in the booth kept correcting his pronunciation on stuff. It was quite <laughs> entertaining, but yeah, uh, you can get it on audible now. I would rather have the imperfections because then I know it's authentic. You know what I mean? Like, like if yeah. I know that he says a word 
Like, I know I fuck up words all the time. It's what I do. Um, and But to have me be perfect all the time with that, like, I would feel like people are like, oh, what are you doing, reading the script or something? Um, yeah, but I, I I will definitely download that. That is, that is uh, good news for me. I like that. Uh, what else is going on, Joel? Um, Christ, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know what? We didn't. I, I was supposed to ask you, and I know that we always do this. Uh, what is your temperature right now on New Japan Pro Wrestling? Where are you at? It, this is the most since being a fan that it has felt like a transition year. Right. We've got a transitional champion. It feels like we may have a significant number of top guys leaving right. in January. It just feels like the landscape will be very different in six months' time. Yeah. Uh, which is equally terrifying and also exciting. I think I've kind of come to terms with Osprey leaving, and I still think that's that's bad news because he's the best wrestler on the planet and he could have done tremendous work helping to get that new generation over and they, you know, they're going to do what they can with him while he's still there. If anyone else is going to join him out the door... I don't know, but you know that is also tinged with excitement about seeing that prospect, you know, the, the crop of young guys coming through, and excitement about seeing all those guys getting pushes. It's just we're in a period at the moment where none of that has even close to hit its peak, right? And we're facing a Wrestle Kingdom with a main event that I'm not really that into, as much as I love Naito and I like the idea of him having his big moment and seeing what he does as champion, because I think there'll be a lot of exciting stuff coming from that. Uh, there's not a huge amount to to get excited about, quite frankly. Uh, not not in the sort of immediate future. You know, we'll get onto that. We'll preview the Destruction of Caribbean tour. But uh, in terms of sort of big picture stuff, yeah, it's a it's a transition year, isn't it? Yeah, and if it, 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 unfortunately it feels a little bit worse than a transitional year. Like, it's a it's it's an absolute holding pattern where it feels like we're not making a move until from a business perspective we figure out who's here and who's not and um and and where those chess pieces are going to move um i i think the one thing that has me most concerned is not people leaving because people leave all the time and and the people that will take that spot, you know, these are people that are, are being groomed for that. Like it's 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 already in the works, and, and you can see that a, a million miles away. Um, Osprey hurts. I'm I, I'm sorry, it, it does hurt for me. And this was a conversation I had. It feels like the thing that made New Japan stand out has been lost. The thing that we like, there's no difference to me right now. I think that's a big factor in it. Like, there's it doesn't feel much different between watching a random New Japan show and an AEW show and a WWE show. Now, let me clarify that. I'm not saying that New Japan is WWE by any stretch of the imagination, but but. You can see, especially when they do shows in the States where it is pronounced, those are good indie pro wrestling shows. And 
I, my fear is that the the thing that makes New Japan different and special and and made us fans of it feels like every month that gets chipped away where the idea is we're going to kind of go in a different direction with our product. And I think that is a grave mistake uh, in the sense of you need to separate yourselves from the past. You need to be a choice. You need to be a difference. And when you start emulating ideas and booking and um, just a lot of 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 what we see here, you know, in the states, in 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 England, where have you? It it's not what we wanted, and and that, that and that's the reason why a lot of people turned to new japan because it was different and the more we go on the more it's feeling the same can, can you give some specific examples of what you're talking about there well um like match structure itself right like uh the idea of we're going to do moves for move sake we're going to have titles for title sake Nothing feels important. And the stuff that does feel important is absolutely less than that feeling that you had before. Um, the, the idea that the, the, the heavyweight championship is the prize, and that is the be-all to end-all. Like, I don't feel that at all. I feel like at any given moment, any one of those titles could be uh, the most important thing. Um, I, I think we've lost some some of that sporting element, and we've gotten more into goofiness. Not not goofiness, just western westernization of the pro wrestling that we're seeing. Like again, we were in a golden era, and I've said it a million times. And to expect that level is is preposterous it's just you can't sustain that that being said i I look at shows and i and and again the closest equivalent i can give you is um aew and i'm not and again once again i'm not saying that let's put it this way new japan pro wrestling today is closer to aew than it is what new japan pro wrestling was five years ago right would you agree with that or not? Can you say that one more time, please? My, Certainly I'm just can. Kind of you said. No problem. I understand your ADHD is kicking in. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling right now is more similar to AEW than it is to its own product five years ago. Uh, I don't know if I can agree with that because okay. AEW is such a hodgepodge of different things. I think some elements of AEW, yes. I, I think it's miles away from the sort of wacky brochacho stuff that's happening in their world title scene with MGF and Adam Cole. But, I mean, just to take your point and expand it, I think the proximity, New Japan's proximity to AEW is affecting my enjoyment. Because everything, it's the discourse. Like everything that happens in New Japan seems to be compared to what's going on in AEW, favorably or unfavorably. Mm -hmm. And also, for a New Japan guy to get picked up 
by an American company, they would have to reach the absolute apex of New Japan, whether that's, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, whatever. But now we don't even get that far. And, you know, we're getting guys like, just case in point, Aussie Open, right. getting just starting to get hot in New Japan, just at the beginning of their journeys and they're gone. And, you know, we've, we're not going to relitigate that. You know, we know why they've gone. We're not blaming them for that. We're not saying they shouldn't have gone. It just, it's hard to get excited and invested in particularly the Western talent when you there's just every right. chance that, yeah, and go at the drop of a hat. And, you know, especially when they are allowed to work these big AEW shows, you know, they're allowing Tony Khan to, you know, test the water, put them out there, see who gets over. You know, we saw Osprey at Wembley. So, like I said, I think he's as good as gone. And we're seeing Zack Sabre Jr. wrestle Brian Danielson in a, a huge spot in their Wrestle Dream show. You know, maybe that's another audition. You know, Tony's probably watching that thinking, okay, how what, what's the reception like to Zack Sabre Jr.? If the crowds seem to accept him as a top guy, okay, yeah, we'll take him as well. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's It, it feels like we're not getting these guys do everything that they can in New Japan as we may have done in the past with even in more recent history. Like it, well, Kenny Omega, I think he did pretty much everything there was to do in New Japan. Jay White didn't quite get there. You know, we got all his stuff as a heel. We never got the babyface run. And, you know, part of that's on New Japan for not pulling the trigger, for not making it happen soon and not striking while the iron's hot. And of course, the pandemic played a lot into that. But I just feel that AEW is like this ghost at the feast where anytime I start to get excited about a guy, there's always that possibility. So I'm finding myself trying to invest emotionally more in the Japanese talent right. because I think there's less chance of them leaving. Right. And I think that is a, a sound strategy. I do but, too. But I will say this. I will, I will just put a little asterisk there. It's always been that way. It's always been that way. Yes, but... Pre AEW, you would be able to enjoy the runs of the foreign talent, right? In right. a more long term way. Yeah. While that, while that second option is wonderful for pro wrestling fans, if that's you know if that's your thing, um, to have that second option, but it doesn't feel like it's a second option. And you're right. If that option is just writing checks, you know that. I mean, look, I, 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 once again, we can't fault people for cashing in and and seeing that as an opportunity to do well for themselves and their family. No one's saying that. I guess what we're saying is, is that it's it's us every time. You know what I mean? It's yeah, us. Look, we like every to watch time. good wrestlers. We like to watch good wrestlers having good wrestling matches. I don't give a fuck how much money someone's making or how happy they might be. I don't, don't care. I'm a consumer of the product. I want to see the best wrestlers in the best wrestling matches. And um, I'm sorry, but uh, the Aussie, the, the AEW iteration of Aussie Open have not had anywhere close to the quality of matches that they had in their very, very brief run in New Japan. Maybe they'll get there one day. I'd, I don't. I don't care, frankly, but um, yeah, it's just, it's hard to get too excited and too thrilled behind, uh, by the, uh, the foreign talent as you could back in the day. I mean, you get a good few years out of the past, but now not so much. 
Well, we were the only option in town. Like, if you didn't go to WWE, where were you going? Right? Like, to make decent money. TNA? No. I mean, even though at one point they were writing ridiculous shit. I remember I was talking with uh, Moose one time. And he gave me a number of what he was making. He's like, and I don't have to do shit. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. We miss you. Have <laughs> fun in your Ferrari. Um, I don't know if he has a Ferrari or not. Um, but yeah, like we're 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 a really good feeding ground when it comes to that. And that and that and there's like not you're not going to get the analogy, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Uh, we're the Montreal Expos. We you know we have a lot of talent. We have a uh, our our farm system is great. But when it comes time and these people produce and they're on top of their game, guess what? Go on to somebody writing a check. And that's how we feel. That's, you know what? That might sum it up exactly how I feel. I feel like, and and I am a Montreal Expos fan or was, um, I feel like the Montreal Expos where we won't have a shot. We'll have a shot, an outside shot at making a World Series every once in a while. But when we get really close, we'll have a player strike as an example, right? That player strike was kind of that that was the nail in the coffin for that team because they couldn't afford the, the players anymore. And TV, it, it was just, and the, and the stadium, everything, you name it. Players just went to greener pastures. Um, and then the team moves to Washington, and that's that. Um, and I'm not saying New Japan is in any situation where you know they're ready to board up the windows. But if you're a fan of this product and you connect with certain wrestlers, there's only so many times you can go to the well and say, okay, I guess I'll follow this guy. Or I guess I'll, you know. And I guess that's one of the reasons why people don't necessarily follow the promotions. They follow the wrestler. Right? They just follow wherever my favorite wrestler goes. That's what I'm going to support. Um, and we've seen a lot of that you know, in recent years with people who have left New Japan. It's frustrating. It's, it, uh, and I get that. Uh, Joel, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a thousand percent with you. It, it feels... Is it worth it <laughs> to get behind it, you know, to get emotionally invested like we want to? And again, I'm sorry. The product is just not – it feels – and I know I gave shitty examples. I, I get that. I'm on a spot. I have fucking a – I, I have a fucking disability, Joel, okay? Please. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah. yeah, no one's allowed to critique anything Damon says anymore because yeah. that would be – I have a disability. You're, you'll be uh, – yeah. yeah. We canceled. Thank you. Thank you. Finally. Finally, we have some fucking thing. I can use this to protect us. How about that, Joel? I'm, I'm going to lay down the gauntlet right now. I'm using my issue as a, as a plastic bubble, a shield, if you will, to all the haters. All the haters. And if you say one bad thing, you're going to get canceled. I'll send. I'll send those. We can bulletproof. I'll send those. We're bulletproof. I'll send those maniacs on our Discord after you. What do you think of that? Now you're dead. Get dead. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I'm like oh, lost. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to edit that? Is that going to be like FBI? No. Version? I think. I think we should weaponize the 
the uh, the freaks. Yes, I think so too. You know what? Attack <laughs> everybody! Just attack everything. They are. I tell you what. I see that uh, we do have that one channel uh, where they make fun of all these people on the internet. It is it it, it is a joy to read because it is funny. That is the best channel. <laughs> it, it really is. Yes, yes, we have a channel dedicated to your dumb takes and we laugh and we laugh at you <sighs> okay very good all right um i don't know what else to talk about with new japan man you want to talk about the destruction tour let's do it yeah yeah let's preview uh destruction so we've got a um big show coming up next sunday in uh hyogo the kobe world hall this is destruction mm-hmm. in kobe so we're opening up the first match will be the junior tag team champions. <laughs> Sorry, they are not defending their their tag team championships here. So we've got Julian Maloney and Clark Connors uh, in a tag match against Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask. I don't really know why, because they will be defending the titles at the Rio Goku Kokugikan show. Uh, that is when the fuck is that? That's uh, on October 9th. Okay. So they're defending the titles on October 9th against Kevin Knight and Kushida. Right. But this is a non-title match against Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask. So I don't know why Kevin Knight is teaming with Tiger Mask. And I don't know why it's a non-title match. But that is happening. I guess it's, we're going to get a little preview of what's coming up at Sumo Hall. I don't know what will be the, the most logical way to book this because you think if Jordan Maloney and Clark Connors just destroy them, which they probably should. Yes. Then there's not much of a hook for the upcoming title match when Kushida replaces Tiger Mask. Then again, Kevin Knight has been getting a bit of a push recently. You know, made it to the finals of that little tournament gimmick that did at the uh, All Star mm-hmm. Junior Festival. So maybe Kevin Knight, you know, picks out a, a fluky uh, inside cradle and sneaks a win. What are we thinking? I'm I'm going with him looking strong during the match and Tiger Mask being the fall guy. Right, so I, I, I like I don't have any problem with Tiger Mask and Kevin Knight taking a loss here because it's not the team that is supposed to win. If you know what I mean? Um, not the true tag partner, the synergy between Kushida and Kevin Knight. Um, I know I was away, and I don't, didn't really give a a, a take from the uh, junior. Did I? I'm not sure. If I didn't, let me just be very clear. Kevin Knight is fucking awesome. Unbelievably awesome. He put on... Don't, don't say that because he'll be on Dynamite next week. <laughs> right, right. This is what right. I'm talking about, David. Right. He's not really that good, uh, Tony. Uh, he, You know what? <laughs> um, all kidding aside, I mean, I was absolutely thoroughly impressed with uh, the performance he put on. I thought he was fantastic. Um, everything he did was at 700 miles an hour. And I mean that in a good way. Like, like nothing felt like he was rushing or he wasn't taking his time and all that stuff. But like, oh, every bump was like just at one hundred and fifty thousand miles an hour. It was. I was. I was. I. I was a fan of his before that show. After that show, and to me, I, and again, Mike Bailey deserves uh, all, all the credit in the world too because I thought he, he performed very well. Although, fucking. The bottom of his of his feet are so fucking gross, dude. I cannot like barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, these things were pitch fucking black. Like it was so gross. 
I couldn't. A, I'm not the biggest fan of feet anyway. So you wrestling in with your feet and your toes and all that shit, uh, gross. Then add to that, it was so disgusting, dude. I was going to throw up. No wonder his kicks land so hard. They stink. They his feet smell probably. Blech. Dirty, dirty, dirty. But Kevin Knight was great. Okay, sorry about that. All right, no problem. Uh, then we have second match, twenty minute time limit. Takamichinoku, Doki, and Sanada. So that's the uh, just three guys, or just five guys, against House of Torture, Dick Togo, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Uh, so obviously this is like the feud of the autumn, House of Torture against just five guys. Uh, just four guys. <laughs> <a bit of, laughs> yeah. If you, I, I try not just to say too much here because typically we don't do storyline. No. Spoilers. But uh, yeah, if you own any Just Five Guys merchandise, just keep hold of it because you know it might be a, a collector's item. And if you're and if you bought a Just Four Guys, eh, you know you can dust it off, right? Beware with pride. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking forward to this to see uh, if we're going to get a bit of a sustained push from Doki who uh, was tremendous in that match where he had to fill in at the last minute, completely unexpected mm. um, after the, the thing that happened. Yes. So yeah, this uh, maybe this series could be like a little vehicle to getting Dorky a push. I, I don't f- know who's going to tag with during the Super Junior Tag League. He might be teaming with Taka. He might be teaming with... Uh, no, it would have to be Taka, yeah. wouldn't it? Because there's no other healthy junior members of Just Five Guys. Um I was going to say El Desperado, but I forgot that he's um, part of Strong Star. Remember Strong Star? Remember, Remember them? that? Remember that? <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a faction for you. I mean, let's 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 be truthful here. Does anybody give a flying fuck about Strong Star? <laughs> uh, certainly not the New Japan Booking Committee. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I see. See, people wouldn't take this as a joke. People wouldn't take this as as I'm kidding because I love them too. They're they're they're, they're good peeps. But I was going to say like podcast. <laughs> Nobody cares about the podcast, <laughs> right? Get it? Strong style? Get it? No? Come on. <laughs> Thank you. But everybody will go. Oh, you fucking uh, No, I love them. I love those boys. Let me let it be known. They uh, they text me every once in a while. Every once in a while, he went to uh, where did he go? He went to the Cure. One of them. The Cure. Um, can I tell you what? Can I can I say something? Please, we, um, you know all, all these other New Japan podcasts, whether that's Keeping It Strong Style or Okada Shorts. Can you guys get Booze Leprechaun on your shows? Yes, please? I don't. She's too good just to be occasionally filling on the Super J cast. She's too good for that. I think and, you know. I've, I know you guys are sort of scrambling around for guest co-hosts from time to time. Get Booze on, yeah, and your product will be all the better for it. A thousand percent. I couldn't agree more. And again, short notice. She's on point. I mean, look, she's the best. I, I look. I am. I feel very privileged to have a person like that in our corner. Absolutely. Yeah. Lucky. Guy. I mean, we've absolutely lucked into that one. Yep. 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 No doubt. Did I tell you the one story where I, I uh, in uh, G one I had to. Uh, uh, she was saying with her her friends, and uh, oh boy, oh boy, what a what a ride that was! Not, I mean, nothing bad, but it was just like I, I you know, I got lost, kind of going back to the hotel. Uh, didn't wind up in the best neighborhood. Let's put it that way. I'm so scared. 
I never thought of it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Because here's the thing with Dallas. Dallas is like, you. What's that? Did she protect you? She was no, I dropped you. her off. I got lost. Like, I was oh. like, all right, be careful. You know, you know all right, we'll see you tomorrow or whatever. Or whatever. And then, yeah, I, I pull out of the uh, uh, development that, that uh, she was staying in. And I don't know, my GPS was was not giving me the right way. Let's put it that way. Don't you hate that? Like when when like Google Maps or or uh, Waze or whatever the fuck, they'll give you this fucking way to go, and you're like, there's got to be a better way to go because I'm going to die in this neighborhood. <laughs> like like I'm going to get carjacked in this fucking neighborhood. Um, uh, I, I cannot relate to that because no. I live in like one of the most beautiful places oh, on the planet. Sure so you do. <laughs> you do. It is pic- picturesque. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I got really lost. You in know, you, so, listen, so you might have seen like you know kids TV shows like you know Thomas the Tank Engine or Postman Pat. Those like little green villages, like idyllic English countryside villages that look like they've just been made up. No, they're real, yeah. and that's where I live. No doubt. Uh, here's what you can do: get an old copy of like Windows XP and let it boot up. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> the wallpaper. Yeah, yeah, that's that is my backyard. That is your backyard. <laughs> He's looking out the window right now at that. Yes, correct. Unbelievable. We get deers. We get wild deers coming up to the house sometimes. Wow. You get wild deers. I get wild boys. Wild boys. Wild boys. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them last week again. Again. Oh, it's magical. Simon, John. Oh, so great. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, third match, we have a 10-man tag match. We've got the uh, Gorillas of Destiny team with Jado, ELP, Hikaleo, Tangaloa, and Tamatonga against the Bullet Club team, Ghetto, Gay Kid, Alex Coglin, Chase Owens, and David Finlay. So some little previews here. You may know that we have ELP and Hikaleo against the War Dogs coming up for the strong tag titles at some point. I can't remember when. Let's look it up. I think it might be the Vegas show. Let's oh, find out. When is that? I'm scrolling. Oh, that's like the day after uh, Halloween or day before Halloween or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, let me have a look and see. I, no, I can't find it. It's not listed for that, but I'm pretty sure they they are scheduled for a match at some point. So they will be facing off. Uh, and also there's Tamatonga against David Finlay coming up at the Sumo Hall show for the Never title. You think it's and also the singles match that nobody asked for, Tangaloa against Chase Owens. <laughs> what the fuck were they thinking? I... <sighs> Yeah, See? so that's coming up as well. Okay. Now, G- give, give me a Jado versus Ghetto singles match, please, nice. over that rubbish. Well, I, I don't understand. I don't know, man. I don't I don't get that. I don't get a lot of stuff. <laughs> I really don't. I'm glad everybody's getting work, but God almighty, like, no one's asking for this. Right. I'm not. I think I think at least one of those wrestlers should get be fired. <laughs> but I don't care. Just don't care. Cancel me all you want. You know what? Yeah, I think you're right. I think we need to be a little bit harder. Like we're pretty soft sometimes, I think. Yeah, we need to do like a sort of WWE style cull. Yeah. Like Night of the Long Knives, just get rid of all the, the dross. Uh, don't worry. Right right after uh right after uh New Year, New Year Dash, we'll have plenty to talk about. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, here's the thing. Bad <laughs> right. Um from a for a for a content for a podcast wise. It might be one of the best things. It might be one of the best weeks we we've ever had. Let's put, let's put it that way. But um, yeah, 
Um, yeah, some some of it will be a little heartbreaking, I'm sure. All right. Uh, so, so so far, it sounds so exciting. I'm I'm so glad I came back when I did. Um, what else we got, Joel? Uh, fourth match, we have uh, Yo and Leo Rush against Bushi and Hiromi. That should be quite good. You know, a little yeah. sort of sneak preview of the Super Junior Tag League. I expect both those teams to be. No, actually, I don't because Hiromi's a junior champion, so mm-hmm. it's going to be Bushi and Titan as their team, aren't they? But yeah, I mean, maybe this is an opportunity for Leo to uh, get one over on Hiromu because they've got that three-way with Mike Bailey coming up at the Ryogoku Kokuki-kan. I just like to say that and see if I can say it properly. Uh, or maybe we might have Leo and Yo teaming up again, Super Junior Tag League, you know, maybe a chance for them to get a dominant win and reassert their credentials for that. You know, uh, so Yo wasn't bad. Yeah, Yo wasn't bad over over that weekend. Um, I, I, he's good. I, he's got a lot better, Yo. I think he's uh, yeah. he's doing having a good year. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. Uh, a little under the radar, but yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, Leo Rush, great. And the more I see of him, the, the more I feel that um, the three way is going to be nutty. Right? That's going to be a fucking. That's going to be a burner. That's going to. I'm, I'm digging that one. Um, I, I think the junior scene is really something you, we can get behind, right? I think the junior scene we can. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think New Japan um, should just be all juniors. <laughs> yeah, just be all juniors. Just be a junior. Be like Michinoku Pro. Be great. All right. What else we got? Uh, we have fifth match. Tag match with Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuchika Okada against Bad Dude Tito and wow. Zack Sabre Jr. I like that. That's a cool match. I'm looking forward to seeing Ishii and Tito. Bad Dude together. Yeah. It's weird how they just bring people in and bring people out. <laughs> you know, there's no consistency. There's no, you know, they'll bring in one guy and the other guy. And just that, that's, that's a problem, I think, still, too. Um, but this match should be good. Should be very good, actually. Um, Ishii and Okada I like that Zach I like that yeah Tito yeah, it should be fun that should be that, that should be something we should circle that'll be good yeah um, Zach's last more, matches in New Japan, Japan that'll be good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, Okada's last match in New Japan before he's yeah. collision yeah you face a collision. Uh, all right. The sixth match is the KOPW 2023 provisional match where we have the holder Taichi against the challenger show. And I can't keep up with what the rules were because show keeps adding stuff to Who it. Who cares? So we go to the news, news site and see if there's any yeah. Updates. information on that. Okay. So Taichi's proposed a seconds handcuff match where members of House of Torture will be handcuffed to members of Just Five Guys through the bout to prevent interference. Mm-hmm. Show has suggested a 10-minute guaranteed decision match. So if the 10-minute time limit is reached, Show automatically wins. Uh, Taichi is banned from using the Black Mephisto. Uh, Show said additional rules may follow on account of the weight difference between he and Taichi or a circumstances demands. Um, Show's request, one such rule will be that Taichi is forbidden from using the dangerous backdrop. I think he's also said that Taichi is forbidden from using any moves from Fist and an All-Star or any sumo moves. Um to, I could be on an island here. That actually sounds quite funny. I do like the idea of this match where Taichi's not allowed to do any moves. <laughs> I mean, if you're, but if you're show, why don't you just be like, okay, Taichi, here are the rules. You cannot get off your back. 
at all. <laughs> you have to wrestle this match. You will never win. <laughs> right, right. You can't win. Yeah. Uh, we're going to glue you to the mat. Um, uh, I just, and here's the problem. Without all this nonsense and without all this fucking whatever we're doing that no one cares about, um, just have a match. Have a match for a title. Wouldn't that no, be- I see. This is okay. No, I agree with you. I think like a, a proper, like pure wrestling match between Tai Chi and Show would actually be really good. You know, if Show's doing his sort of mini Shingo gimmick, like they they could probably have a pretty fun work rate match. I do think Show has underrated comedy chops, and dare I say, deserves to have a run with his KBW just to see him doing funny stuff. Because remember the banana, the Taguchi thing, that was great. But what I was going to say is this feels like set up to an angle happening and i'm going to be as vague as possible Please. here but i can i can imagine some situation where again like you know tai chi all against the odds you know all they're outnumbered house of tortures beating the down oh it's unfair and then a thing happens mm-hmm. and then another thing happens mm-hmm. and the thing the thing might happen in this match right uh... do you think the thing's going to happen in this match i mean there's a prime spot for it to happen that's for sure uh, well, uh, let's because do this. there's a tournament coming up where one of these people may be affected by the thing happening, right, right. which would enable them to take part in said tournament with a different. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, let's do this. Uh, let's circle that match, and let's say that uh, for the sake of. Uh, storyline and for the sake of your fandom and for the sake of keeping up with uh, what's going on, circle that match. Some fun stuff might happen. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know. Seventh match. We, no, we, we, know. we don't know. We know nothing. No one tells us <laughs> no. shit. Oh, no. Uh, seventh match is the IWGP Tag Team Championship match. I'm looking forward to this one. So we've got Bishamon, Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto against the challenges TMDK, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols. Now, I feel Shane and Mikey have a bit more shine on them after, I'd say, fairly impressive G1 runs. I don't think anyone was expecting a huge amount from them. I thought Shane looked really good, you know, particularly that Naito match. I thought he was outstanding in that. And Mikey showed a lot of blood and thunder with some really hard-hitting matches. He put it all on the line there. So I feel they that has bought them more of a buy-in, more goodwill and an emotional investment with the fans, which may yield dividends in this match. I'm not saying I think they're necessarily going to win, but I feel it might have a bit more juice in it than it did prior to them entering the G1, where it just felt like they were the inferior Australian heavyweight tag team. Right. But I feel now that they've had a G1 under their belt and they both worked really hard and did pretty well, and now that Aussie Open have cashed in and, and fucked off that people might be looking towards TMDK with a bit more goodwill and TMDK for their part might be thinking, yeah, we've got a big chance here to, you know, stake our spot as the top Gaijin tag team here. Right. Um, I'm not supposed to say Gaijin. Sorry. No, that's Gai- a terrible word. Gaikokujin. 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 Is that right? Sorry, Chris. Um, yeah. So I think there's a big spot for them. And I think Bishmon are great. I love Bishmon. They don't get the, the flowers they deserve. It's always very amusing to see, them sort of being used as a punchline. Uh, oh, imagine wanting to see Aussie over This is me getting the last word in internet arguments again. Uh, I think this match would be good. Do I think TMDK are going to win? 
no, I don't. I just feel that tag heavyweight tag title is going to head in different directions. I don't know exactly what, uh, but I don't know. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if we do see Aussie Open challenging for these belts before the year is up. They're sure as fuck aren't entering World Tag League. I'll be absolutely stunned if they enter World Tag League. What else are they doing? Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like what? Um, I mean, what else would they be doing? They've, they've got very important roles as comedy jobbers, right? For, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a sell for kangaroo kicks and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Do you know, Damon? What's that? I'll tell you a story, please. Uh, well, when I was at Wembley Stadium watching All In, yes, at the pre-show, I saw none other than Sky Blue, oh. uh, quite close in front of us. Okay. So we, we were fairly close to the sort of ground level and she came out. She was sort of behind the sort of security barricades, just to the right of the entrance. So she'd obviously come out to see her, uh, I think it's her, her boyfriend, um, Carl Fletcher, mm-hmm. see how he got on. True. So she got a phone out and she was recording it. You know, obviously a really proud moment for her. Does she Carl does she not his. know that you can't record uh <laughs> that's <laughs> I wish she got her phone taken away from after that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah I reported her immediately good. so she's good been fired good uh, but uh, yeah so I was watching her watching Aussie Open and then as Kyle Fletcher took that ridiculous bump for the kangaroo kick I, I saw a solitary tear roll down her cheek <laughs> and I, I I could tell yeah that nothing was ever going to be the same yeah. after that moment. Well, look, they have it's they have. I'm sure it was a uh, a long talk over some Nando's that night. Um, I never did ask uh, how did you enjoy the show. Was that a was a first? Let me ask. I you could ask me how I enjoyed my Nando's. I went to Nando's today, actually. Oh, did you? Speaking oh, of Nando's, I would love yeah. to. I actually had um, I had Korean barbecue and hot pot today. Oh yes! It was. Why did we not open the show with I this? I don't know, but but it was it was good. It was really good. Um. Uh. But yeah, it, that it, that was uh, that was delicious. Um, but, but how was the how was the show? How was the like? Did, right, first of all, how many beers were purchased for you? And do you feel like it was enough? I think uh, so. For uh, the Refro show, I think I got four. Ooh. It's purchased for me, which is great. Yeah, I'll I'm take really that. Happy with that. Um, all in, nothing. Not <sighs> much of a, a fan meetup materialized because people were just sort of spread out too far. So I was not able to actually mm-hmm. sort anything out for that. So God no, did it. not get anything bought for me. So I was stone cold sober. I was a bit fucked if I'm paying for my own drinks in London, right. of all places. Right. I got fucking bankrupt doing that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went into the show very much sober. And uh, therefore, perhaps critiquing the show a bit more negatively than I might have otherwise done had I been inebriated. Right, a little happier. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, was it impressive? It was. Right. It was, <clears throat> was it, yeah. Yeah. It, like the spectacle was great. I, I, you know, I don't regret going. It was good to be a part of that, and you know, enjoy all the production and the crowd were really into it. Like eighty thousand fucking morons just you know loving their sing-alongs, sing-alongs and chanting yeah. and yeah. t-shirts and saying yeah and woo and oh god they're, they're just they're just there to chant and sing along they might as well go to a fucking seaside pantomime in blackpool for the, the, <laughs> the enjoyment they're getting out of it uh but i digress that no, was a fun show i think 
the thing about AW is such a mixed bag, right? There's there's always going to be something for you to enjoy. Whilst it might not all necessarily be my cup of tea, there was enough for me to enjoy. And just the main event was just so fucking ludicrous, wasn't it? That I did de- I derived some sort of like perverse enjoyment, just sort of looking around me incredulously, like what am I Tim doing? from the office? Like what it, what is going on? <laughs> this is actually happening. Yeah, it is one of the most preposterous. Like, I mean, we obviously everyone knows where this is going, but the fact that like we're in front of eighty thousand people fighting for your company's biggest title, and I can't put you away because you're my friend. Ugh! <laughs> God, the mighty. What have we? See, done? this is why I push back on your yeah, assertion yeah. that you know what you're right. You know what? AW. You know what you're right. We're nowhere near that yet. But I, I but listen, not for nothing. We did have a little taste of that with uh, Abushi and uh, and Kenny. We did we did have that constant want of those two to apparently have fucking anal sex in the ring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the end. That's the end result people wanted. Right? No. Hey, well, look, here's the thing. When they wrestled each other, okay, so we're going with the kayfabe that they're very close friends or lovers or whatever the fuck. They beat the shit out of each other. Right. And that's how it should be. You know, we're very close friends, tag team partners or lovers, whatever. And they face each other as a mark of respect for your very close friends. You beat the shit out of them. You, Correct. you do not hold back at all. Correct. And in a pivotal you moment, a you put match. them through tables. You do not have a comedy match in the biggest show in wrestling history right right like it was it was one of those moments where i was like okay this is not for me like this is this is i don't know how we got here we are so far from where i thought we would be it's amazing and then again in front of eighty thousand people it's unbelievable unbelievable but hey look they're gonna do what they do and here's the thing too it's always Adam Cole involved in this, <laughs> isn't it? Like, you know, why is it always me? Why do I always end up getting stuck watching ridiculous Adam Cole main events? You really do. You really do. Like that's been a, a a pretty big part of your travel wrestling travel history. Is that sitting at the very top of the Barclays Center, <laughs> changing light bulbs to to eighty thousand at Wembley? It's it's really a what a what a, what a life we live! All right, look. Yeah, you know we're writing the story of my life. All the terrible things that have happened to me; those are two of them. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> they would be in the bottom five of <laughs> things that have happened to Joel. Right, right. Oh boy! All right. Well, uh, and then so again, I don't think there's going to be a tag title change. And here's the thing: I don't want to get too good because well, the check's going to get be, get written and then they're gone too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, don't be too good. Um. Keep, tell uh, what will they be selling for? The Wallaby Whack or something like uh, that? Some Orange Wallaby. Cassidy or <laughs> some fucking best friend. Ugh. What is it with all the, <sighs> Can I ask you a question? What is it with all the friend stuff with uh, AEW? Everything's friends. For friends. Friends. Ugh. Stop it. So that's why CM Punk was a breath of fresh air. He had the right well, idea. I know people. Taking flights backstage. Uh, I I I I I find the actual conversation of CM Punk absolutely incredibly boring, but it's like 
there there are people that are on both sides, and it's just one of those fucking things. Where it's it's another thing people get riled up over. And here's the thing: if they got in a fight two seconds before uh, Punk was going through the curtain, and then Punk had arguably one of the better matches of the fucking night, um, opening opening the show. Pretty fucking low bar, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, but. Uh, still that, that, you know, the fact that that happened is equal parts hilarious and, uh, equal part. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to the guy, you know, he's going to beat somebody's ass and, and Tony Khan's going to fear for his fucking life, uh, which stop. Okay. Whatever. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, look, I'm not saying I'm- who's he going to face at Wrestle Kingdom. You think Punk would actually go to New Japan? I don't think he would. I think he has zero interest in taking that flight. Well, let me take that back. If the money's right, he'll go, I'm sure. Um, I think he would do it more out of spite. If you, again, I think I said before, if you could spin spin it to him some way that him wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom would be event. sticking the middle finger up at Tony Khan somehow. You might be right. I mean, he's that kind of guy. I hear, I hear he can carry a grudge. Uh... I, I don't know. I'll, I'll give you a solid I don't know. But if I'm New Japan, do I make that call? I don't know. Because I don't think CM Punk means dick all to a, a, a fan base based in Tokyo and and all over. Like, I, I don't – I think if, if you were to ask uh, Western fans, they might have a different opinion – but I don't think it, there's a Japanese fan that gives a flying fuck about CM Punk. Eighth match, then. Uh, oh, do you think there is? Wait, do you think there is? No, no, I don't. I agree with you. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I, well, let's ask. Has he ever done do? anything? In, okay, all right. I'll ask. Uh, all right, let me see. Where's the Puro Power? I'll ask them. They, <laughs> they, they have the pulse of. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's have a look. Uh, okay. Oh, that's weird. What's that? They've not just they've not tweeted anything since July twenty fourth. Uh-huh. What? Huh. what? That's weird. weird. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you <laughs> happen to do it right around that same time. <laughs> Mention something. All right. Hey, listen. We we uh we can't be canceled. Last Remember, word uh, in uh, arguments. We cannot be canceled. So so do what you got to do. We, we're not. We can't get canceled. I have a disability. <laughs> That's great. This is great. I love this. What a fantastic new development. We yeah. hide behind your diagnosis forever. We're going to use that <laughs> on a show. Are we mental? Yes. This might be our best show ever, David. Hey, maybe we can get better seats too. I'll be like, listen, got a disability. Can we get the uh, better seats? You know, maybe I can pull that yeah. off. Now, That's what went wrong at Wrestle Kingdom 14 night one. You're just, you know, we're too far away and they failed to hold your attention. Well, and nine strong zeros didn't help either, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think, I think we're going to put that to the, to the strong. But, but it, it did like me having nine zeros, like, again, I'm not excusing my, my terrible behavior, but, um, you know, it was a very stressful day. Yeah. All these people coming up to us and kissing our asses. It takes a lot. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> Got to do it again. I know. Got to get back there. Someday. I know. Really, I was thinking that the other day. I was like, man, 
May have forgotten. Th- I was going to say, do, do, you, do you think this diagnosis and your subsequent medication might make it easier for you to fly, or Maybe. is the flying sort of separate anxiety? No, I don't. I'm, I I I don't know the answer to that question, but. Um, Maybe. And if it does, then that would be another fucking door opened. That would be, oh, be wonderful. That'd be wonderful if I just get on a plane and I'm like, okay, it's going to be a long flight, but I don't have to worry about every fucking bump. Maybe. That'd be great. All right. Know what I was hoping for? Uh, Maybe like anesthesia to do like a little Michael Jackson action where they put the the anesthesia and you just pass out and then you wake up 14 hours later and like, well, would you sign up for that? I'd sign up for that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be tremendous. Oh, how great would it be? They should do that at the airport. Well, no, actually, I didn't they could do it to my kids. But... Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind, right? If, I, if I'm not you know, having to run around after them. You don't mind turbulence? Did I, did I tell you what happened on our flight to London? Uh, well, I know that one of them was were, – like you had one. I don't ever get which one you, you had and she had. But she was up in business class. And, uh, yeah. Uh, the other kid was going to see mom and like, uh, please get this kid out of here, please. <laughs> I did hear that one. Yeah, I, I probably I may have already said this story on the podcast, but Arthur was supposed to be in business class with money and he kept like running out of business class and running up and down the aisles. <laughs> the flight attendants are running after him and then he runs up to me and sees me and goes, Daddy, Daddy. No, and then when the flight attendants comes out, uh, excuse, excuse me, sir, is this child with you? I'm like, no, never seen him before in my life. <laughs> did you really say no? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah, I had Esther to deal with. It, right. was, it was for his own benefit. You know, he's he he would be safer and better off with a professional, fully trained flight attendant yeah. chasing after him than me having to run around. No doubt. If it was me running over, who's going to look after Esther? So it was it was the 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 right and moral thing to do as a parent to deny no, I think you're <laughs> knowledge right. of my own son. I, yeah. You know, I think you're right. Um, yeah, that's a long flight for those kids, man. How do they? I don't know. All right, whatever. Um, so what else do we have? I don't think we talked about every single match here. No, uh, we've got a special singles match between Shingo Takagi and Great Okan. So this could be the genesis of Great Okan is going on a run. Or, yeah. Uh, or not. I'll tell you what. I'll do a gentleman's wager with you that he loses via pinfall. And you could take any other finish, anything else. But I'm saying Great Okan loses via pinfall. I have to feel that the winner of this is set up for something. Right. I don't. It may be sort of challenging the winner of the main event. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. Could be doing something at Royal Quest. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of places where something can be built from from that match, but I don't think Okan's in the future. Do you? Um, no, I can't see it. Right. You know, it, it's one of those things that never happens un- until it actually happens but i've not seen any evidence since uh 2021 that <laughs> great okan is a, any kind of protected commodity thinking about when, when was it that he beat naito in the new japan oh, cup my like, god then that was it yeah it's just been, it's just downhill from there you know it's but when it's been downhill when he got extra pub from his good doings with that little girl, with the the child, right? Do you what? Do you think there's a correlation between that? I I mean, look, I'm just saying, the timelines match up. You know, probably made some people jealous getting all that pub. Fuck him, right? 
Because that's when it that's, that's when it started. I don't know if that's the truth or not, but pro wrestling is no, so cavorting, drunken cavorting with um, strippers and porn stars. Yeah, yeah, that went up on the Although that made him great. Um, the I forget what I was going to say. God, I'm sorry. Uh, so ninth match is a special singles match: Tetsuya Naito against Jeff Cobb. So they've done away with the charade of briefcase defenses, which, to be honest, was killed stone dead after the Ibushi Jay White Naito horseshit that led to was it Wrestle Kingdom 15 where Ibushi lost his briefcase shot, and then they just Naito said, "Oh, you can you can be in the match anyway." Right. Uh, so yeah, it was it was pretty much dead after that. So it's a special singles match. There's not really any stakes here. I don't think Jeff Cobb will can or will win this match. But uh, I was going to say, don't you hate good. this sure though? Be good, but, um, I hate. I, I mean, I you see this a lot in pro wrestling, but it's like, right? Like it means nothing. Like, what am I yeah. supposed to get excited over here? Yeah. Would it, do you think this would you prefer this with the briefcase stipulation? Well, yeah, I mean, at least there would be some stakes. I mean, no, look, I don't think anybody here expects Jeff Cobb to get a win. Like, I, I just, unless they have some wacky spaghetti theory fucking way to get there. Um, and nobody, nobody expects Jeff Cobb to win, but we do this every fucking year. Every fucking year, we have this kind of meaningless thing and then when we have it have a meeting we just completely ignore it <laughs> <It's> fucking <sighs> alright <laughs> I'm getting really down on New Japan Pro Wrestling right now okay main event looks great I'm very excited by this okay. so the 10th match IWGP US in brackets UK heavyweight championship match Will Ospreay defending against Yotosuji. So this is exactly what, you know, if, if Osprey is leaving in January, this is what he needs to be doing. He needs to be, I was going to say putting over, at the very least working with guys like Yotosuji. So if you were to tell me, okay, Osprey's got a few months left, who do you want him to work with? I would be saying Suji and I would be saying Shota Umino. Again, I, don't, I know we already worked with him at the back end of last year, but I would be saying for his swan song, maybe he should be um, staring at the lights for Mr. Umino, or maybe even staring at the lights here. I don't know, probably a bit soon for Suji, but just based on their interactions in the preview tag matches that have been happening on the Road to Destruction Tour, I think this is going to be a very exciting match. Um, you know, Suji has a very uh, dynamic and uh, fun-to-watch style, and I think that's going to mesh really well with Osprey, who is uh, the best wrestler in the world. Sorry if you don't like that, but he is, and he is also the best in the world at making his opponents look good. Yep. If anyone's going to make Suji look even better than he already is, which is pretty fucking good already. You know, that's a high bar to clear. Uh, it's going to be Osprey. So sky's the limit for this one. Um, there has been a lot of talk circulating about the intercontinental title. Mm -hmm. Let oh. me find exactly what Suji said. Uh, he said, suppose Naito wins the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh -huh. If I am the US champion, uh -huh. I will return, please, he says to Naito, please split the IWGP heavy and IWGP intercontinental. If I win the US heavyweight, I will return the US heavy and challenge for your intercontinental. So there's a lot of smoke here. Uh, and I I don't want to waste too much time thinking about or analyzing it because you know what, you know, New Japan have such a dysfunctional relationship with championships and belts. Like it's just guys saying shit. 
So they will, you know, introduce a new belt with a very strong mission statement and ethos for it, and then after a month, like it's forgotten about, right. you know, completely gone out the window. So um, I don't want to get too like, woo, the IC title's coming back, but maybe the IC title's coming back. Yota Suji might be the guy to bring him back. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. On one hand, I'm, I'm I think it's a well needed thing in the sense of. At one point, that was the most the, the secondary title. Like it was, it was established that it was the secondary title. Now we kind of got like the U.S. title, and then depending upon who holds it, like the never title could be that title or what have you, right? Um, so it would set a, a, a bar, right? This is the definitive second secondary title. Fine, no problem with that. We don't need another title. We don't. Um, like in less than three years, we're going to go from an entire storyline of combining these titles into one massive super title world champion. And then we're going to fucking pie piece it out. (laughs) Please don't please, please, please don't please let this just be. A, a wrestling promo because th- th- I, I look, I'm, I stick, stick with what you got. Let's make that work. Uh, I really, uh, that, that would anger me to know <laughs> if they did do that. If they had this fucking, like, how do you, how do you make that decision? Like, okay, so I'm the champion. I hold this title. Uh, I'm only going to defend three quarters of it. Uh, as the intercontinental title, well, and, and people are staring. What? What? The, what title? We, what? Oh yeah, that was five years ago. Remember? Oh, uh, what? The weight belt? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. We're doing what now? Like you. you this is not good for Damon's ADHD. It Yoko. really is. So, <laughs> I have that disability. If you, if you keep this up, <laughs> you are cancelled, my friend. Yes, we will. Yes. Do 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 you want to say it? Say what? See this title come back oh uh i don't care i mean i i understand that there is a at any given point a singles title that is functioning as the secondary title for uh the main eventers to feud over who are not in the iwgp heavyweight title program i understand that that has always been the case whether it's a white belt or a red belt and i don't care which it is as long as it's booked well i think the u.s title has been booked pretty damn well actually over the last well, um, you know, disappearances in um, the other promotion notwithstanding, mm-hmm. when it is in the hands of a New Japan wrestler, I think it's been right. put pretty well and made to feel uh, relevant and prestigious and exciting. So just like pick a fucking lane, just decide That's what, what color you want your belt to be and stick with it. Stop fucking about with it. Right, right. Because what you're doing is, in essence, is like, okay, again, I'm not saying this is going to happen. So maybe we're just talking about a bunch of nothing, but okay instantly like i'm supposed to care about this fucking belt that has been absorbed and out of the picture forever now i'm supposed to like who cares like that i mean honestly that's you're exactly right i don't really care like who cares (sighs) all right uh that's literally what what we're arguing about what color the strap is yeah yeah that's yeah yeah you're right but that's exactly what it's come down to. What color the strap is. You're right. You're right. All right. Expectations for the match? 
I mean, I think they they work well together, right? Naito and Cobb. Um, uh, no, Osprey Suji. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where are they? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I think why wouldn't it not be great, right? Um, and and I'm sure Will is pretty happy because he's got a young guy who can do. You know, he's up for doing crazy shit. <laughs> you know, it's not like he's working with a 40 year old who's sitting in the back being like, I don't know about all this. Will let's 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 grab a hold in the middle of the ring for 20 minutes. Um, so I, I'm sure he has a, a more willing dance partner to do some crazy fucking shit. Um, look, I, I, I am concerned in the sense that I, I don't know if Will losing here would be the best only because like. I, I hate to say it, but like, all right. So he loses. You you know they're going to lean on Will to do a big time job at Wrestle Kingdom, right? I'm not saying he's going to go at like Kushida versus Ishimori, but I'm saying he's going to you know it's going to be a competitive, fun, awesome, great match that you know he might very well lose and put over somebody. So I think that would have more meaning than doing it here. Um, now we can build to that if we want to. No problem with that. Um, but, you know, I don't think this is w- the Will Ospreay looking at the lights tour, uh, nor should it be. But um, in the same breath, I think to make his opponents, whomever they may be, and if they're the youngsters, I, I got no problem with that, to make them look as strong as fucking possible, um, um, I think that's a necessity that has to happen. Um but I mean, you know, if he's going to lose, he's, I, I feel like he should lose at the Dome where it's the biggest show of the year. Against Shota? That would be a, a good choice to go. Yeah, I, I'd have, I would have zero problem with that. I mean, look, eventually that day is going, going to come where a big time star is going to put him over um, more than what has already occurred. Like it's, 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 it's got to happen, right? It abs- for New Japan to have success in the future, it has to happen. Um, and Will's a good start if he's one of those guys that might be uh, moving on. All right. Well, that is Destruction in Kobe. Um, nice little show. Yeah. I think, uh, I think given the circumstances, I think we did pretty well, right? Yeah. You know. And you can't say anything bad because right. you're ADHD. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Back at that job. Uh, okay. What else is going on? Hey, how about the PWI uh, 500? Do you see that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do PWI 500 because a few people have asked us about that. Okay. Uh, let's say so. So um, you've got a question here about Osprey not being in the top 10, uh, Naito getting left out. Now, they did say Naito being left out was a clerical error. Mm. Uh, they own that. So to me, it's a bit of a non-story. Can I tell you some fun facts about the PWI 500? So Are we, you in it? So we were in uh, a few episodes, a few editions of the PWI 500. We were in the mix. Um, and people would send in their their little blurb, their little paragraph. Because PWI, at least at the time, because Bill After was still there when we were doing it. Um, and we had to do like we didn't have to do, but we were fortunate enough to do like a photo shoot and shit. And they had like a whole feature story and everything. Um, it was based off of the TV show. What's happening, by the way, <laughs> that was the, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the PWI 500, at least back in, in when I was on it, 
um, was a total farce. Like it was just like, you know, after you got past a certain number, it was just guys sending in shit and they were just pulling names out of a hat and sticking them in. Now, people really, 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 at least back then, really wanted that 500 spot. Like they really like if they were not going to be number one, they're going to be 500. You know, they want to be the last person. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know I I know countless times when that was close and uh, Dennis would like, have his little ro- locker room, you know, no cursing. Yeah, blah, 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 don't fucking do this. Do that. Uh, you know, make sure you pick the Iron Sheik's brain because <laughs> he's the legend. Um, he he would remind people to get the shit in because they'd be like, you know, we need that shit because we don't know who the fuck half you people are. Um, so there you go. That's a little fun fact for PWI 500. Yeah. Any thoughts on the lineup this year? Or I mean, like, look, we, it's, we... I, I, it's disappointing. You're asking a decent, look, you're, you're pro wrestling illustrated, right? So to me, you have a certain, obligation when it comes to not having those clerical errors and not having glaring omissions like Will Ospreay in the top 10. Um, I understand that they're there to sell subscriptions and they're there to market and, and, and the names that they have in the top are going to be the most recognizable names to a Western audience. I will say this, if, if Will Ospreay were in, were, in, in AEW, I think it would be a slam dunk. Uh, I say AEW more often. But, like, I feel like you're Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Like, you might not have the same pull that you once did, but you still have that name. And if you're going to continue that name, you really need to not make those type of mistakes. Uh, and if you are going to make those type of mistakes, then just own it and just be like, look, we just cover AEW and yeah, we cover wrestling in the States. Don't try and, and be international because you're not doing a good job with it and you're going to uh, alarm people. At the end of the day, though, it means literally nothing. Like it means zero. Um, you know, what? I take that back because there were people in a locker room that actually cared that this person was ranked above them. And I'm like, and this is back in the nineties, mind you. And pro wrestling illustrated had definitely lost its, its, its luster, you know, when it came to shit. I mean, listen, back in the day, it was, you know, even though it was all kayfabe, it was, that was it. That was all you had. Right. So that was like what you had. Um, but people still cared in the locker room. I do remember that. That oh uh, why is fucking Rick Ratchet above me or whatever I don't know you know just shit like that but yeah yeah people cared so I don't know if they care now it's but at the end of the day it it doesn't mean shit it's not like you're making more money it's not like you know promoters are now knocking down your door I I, I don't think that's happening uh, yeah I was going to say before any anything you want to say about uh, Terry Funk oh. Man, yeah. Well, we all knew he was in pretty bad shape um, for for quite a while. But one of my favorite wrestlers, probably in my top five all time. Um, I just find it amazing. I, I, and I did watch a li- little bit of, of, of stuff just going back. 
And like it, it's at the same time in like 1982, he was doing that crazy stuff in Memphis with Jerry Lawler, you know, the empty arena match and, and, and everything that went along with Terry Funk in Memphis. And then he's, he's in all Japan doing these fucking matches with Brody and Hanson and is, you know, and Dory with him, um, and Sheik and Abdullah and, and, you know, just all of that madness, you know, just all of like him being just an unbelievably over baby face. Like, just like, I've never, like, I don't think there's anybody, maybe, maybe Hogan, but I don't even think it was that fanatical. Like, like these people fucking, it was like, I, I, you know, they went nuts for him. Um, and I think he's one of the best workers of all time. I think he, you know, if you look at his career from his stuff in Georgia, like there's not bad stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you could go to any pocket of time that he wrestled in and you'd be like, oh, that's, that's pretty fucking great. His stuff with Dusty in Florida, his stuff with Lawler in Memphis, his stuff with, you know, in all Japan. And then, you know, the stuff with, with Flair and WCW and, and, and his whole run there. Like he was like almost must see TV when he, during that feud, uh, and his matches that still kind of fly under the radar with Ricky Steamboat after the Flair feud, like those matches were fucking good. Um, like there is a lot that he has done. The ECW stuff, the EC fucking W, and the, uh, Smoky Mountain stuff. Like it's just an amazing career, um, and. And I will say this, like, we don't have pro wrestlers like that anymore. Like, the closest thing we have to that is like a, like a John Moxley. And, and to me, it, it's, it's, there's a, there's a quite a distance there, right? There's quite a distance between John Moxley and Terry Funk. Um, but like, there's no, that, that, it, to me, it's like one of those things where it's like an end of an era. Like, it's end, it's an end of a pro wrestler being a re, true to life pro wrestler. I think, like uh, again, we everything moves on and everything kind of um, gets exposed or watered down or whatever. That's just w- where we are. And I don't want to sound like the fucking guy screaming at the clouds, but like there's, just, it's like that's an end of an era with with Terry Funk. Like that's a a remarkable career and how he was able to switch gears wherever he went to to give the promotion what they needed and give it life and give it a jump start. Not many people that I can point a finger at and say. And and here's the thing too. Even his even some of the stuff in when he was in WWF, like his feud with like who could get more out of Junkyard Dog? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Junkyard Dog was fucking toast by that point. Like he was just the shits. Terry Funk. Put him with Terry Funk. Ah, uh, yeah, that one sucked. But uh Yeah, what are you gonna do? Right? What are you gonna do? Alright, where can we go from here? I know, uh, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I mean Well, you can do one more. You want to do some questions? Yeah, I'm just looking to see any if interesting there's ones? any good questions. Uh all right, what have we got here on the Twitter? Um Zach question about Zach possibly leaving from Eric. I thought we touched on that. Do you think Zach is going to leave? Um, uh, I don't, 
here's here's what I truly think, and I don't know him. I've, I've I think I've talked to him once, twice, if, if that at best. Um, so I don't know. Him. I don't, and I don't know what's in his head. Um, but I would think that he's looking at all of the people that he, you know, became who he is today, all around him, making really good money, doing less work might might be appealing to him right now right i think everybody celebrated the fact that he turned down uh triple h when you know after that tournament uh everybody was thrilled that he was like you know what this is not for me i don't think this is what i want but there wasn't really another option new japan was it and you know working other promotions i don't know he might be looking and saying you know what Maybe, uh, maybe I do make that move. Um, do I think? Do I think it's happening? I think it's a better than fifty-fifty chance. Let's put it that way. Um, whereas, like three years ago, four years ago, uh, you know, you're probably in like the twenty percent chance of that happening. So, I, de- I definitely think the percentages have have risen, and I think it's something that I think everybody should be concerned with. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I, I had it wasn't on my radar until they did they announced the big Zach versus Danielson. It always feels to me like these big matches are sort of Tony's way of saying, oh, "Let's what see you what you do. could have right. if you if you join me." Right. Yeah, right. I mean, he's so, he's working a person that you know. I think everybody have you know anticipated that due to you know the uh, observer awards. I mean, that helped fuel that fire. Of everybody wanting to see something like that, and I think they met once, but it was, you know, many moons ago. Um, certainly, either neither of them are what they are right now. Um, and he's headlining a big building. He's headlining a, a you know, an NHL-sized arena. Like he, yeah, he's got to be looking at that with, mm, okay, at best, at best, at best. You know, he'll headline. Not the biggest shows in the world for New Japan. You know, he's not headlining Tokyo Dome. Um, I don't know. He's got to be looking at that, I would think. And that's and that's the problem. Tony Khan can tickle his ass with a feather and say, look, look at what you could have. Look at what you could have. And I'm going to be honest here. I know it's about everyone making money and uh, and, I, and I'm not – Telling anyone to not make money. But can we stop? Like, do we have to preface every single conversation with that? And I'm, this is not me having a go at you, but it's just so tedious. Like, when that is the comeback, like, oh, you should be happy with them making money. Fuck off with that. Like, I want to see good wrestling. Right. I shouldn't have to couch every single discussion of this with, oh, not blaming them. You know, we will know they want to make money, blah, 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 blah. Because that's, that's not, the right. Because that's the first thing people are going to say. Well, you know, they don't want them, you know, to be successful. No, that's not it at all. But I guess my my point is this. AEW and that roster is chock full of talent, right? Do you really need to go out there and 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 try to woo everyone? Like what would be the harm in Zach being in New Japan and doing occasional AEW spots? I don't think anybody would have a problem with that. But the fact that there's a possibility of him being just hoovered up and all these guys just being hoovered up 
it's kind of depressing to me. Like, yes, money talks. Absolutely. But I don't know. At the at the expense of everyone else? Like, you're going to collect the, these, the, these guys as, like, pawns for your two fucking TV shows that people somewhat watch? It's like... I don't know, man. That that that's the shit that pisses me off. Like, it's great that you're an option, Tony. It really is. It's great that you're an option and everybody's getting paid. But at what cost? Like, at what fucking cost are we at now? It's that that's what's depressing. Because this is it. Like, people don't learn from their fucking mistakes. It's just depressing that whole situation. It really is. But. That's that's where we are. We gotta we gotta have our toys. We gotta collect our toys. It gotta be all mine. It gotta be all mine. Okay, knock yourselves out. Yep, sad. I'm sad now. I feel sad. Oh, um, Imring says you're offered an all expensive pay trip to yes. take over Kingdom, but you have to wear CM Punk merch the entire oh, trip yeah. and be full CM Punk cosplay for the show. Kick pad speedos, take hands, and CM Punk hoodie. You go absolutely because no one in the Tokyo Dome would know right. who you're dressed up. As. I'm just a fat American, <laughs> right? In <laughs> in terrible clothing. That's all. Wow, what what a shock! Yeah, absolutely. I, can I can I up the ante a little bit and do a little? Uh, can I do business class? Would that be okay? Would that be all right? I'll tell you what, if, if I can, <laughs> can do I bring business- my family, do they have to dress up like CM Punk as well? <laughs> yes, yes, of course they do. Uh, fucking, I'll dress up like AJ Lee. Are you kidding me? I'll, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll skip to the room. dress up as Ace Steel because he's uh, buys people sometimes. Yes, that's good. I like that. All right. See, we have a whole thing. We have a whole thing planned. Damn right. I'll tape up my fucking fists. I'll do it all. Slick back my no hair. I'll wear a hair piece just so I can slick it back. Um, and I'll get all kinds of awful tattoos. It'd be great. I'm in business class. Huh? Yeah, I, I'm assuming Imring, like you are actually offering this. So yeah, just yeah, send us a DM. Yep. Um, we'll we'll sort out the. We'll give you our bank details. Yeah. And, yeah. Perfect. Any other great questions? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio. Oh, is Antonio back? Haven't heard from him in a while. Yep. All right, give me the Antonio. I will be quiet. Please give me the whole entire question. I'm sorry it's at the end of the show, Antonio. My apologies, but Joel, you know Joel. No, you're not allowed to be angry, Antonio, for the reason that we've uh, outlined throughout the podcast. Uh, he says, I have two questions. Number one is, what's your and Damon Thogos uh, on Endeavor buying WWE and merging with UFC? Well, I don't know about <laughs> so merging, but they're not. That's yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And, and how it's, in your opinion, is going to affect NJPW, other promotions in sense, for example, BR Cells, to someone that's a lot of cash merged it with one championship per X oh. or cyber agent buys NJPW and stardom puts it with another MMA fed into cyber fight per X. What's your thoughts on the whole deal as whole since in the future may affect other promotions too, perhaps two questions is since your gunner and booze can't get Portuguese football questions. So here's an European one that you will love, especially you, Joe, which I want you guys to predict the whole champions league, 23, 24 group stages, including Arsenal at the start of the show. If you want to, if we want to, you know, I hope he heard the beginning of the show because I'm just saying <laughs> you may want to, uh, all right. Anyway, um, okay. Uh, I don't understand a lot of this, but uh, from what I gather, uh, is there concern with uh, the conglomerate that uh, UFC and WWE under the same umbrella? Um, no, I think they're, they'll be different. Now, that's not to say that like 
somebody might, you know, they'll do a little shot in the crowd and there's, uh, who knows, Becky Lynch or whatever. Who knows? I mean, they'd be stupid not to, to be quite honest with you. But do I think there's going to be any type of in-ring, any type of synergy, any type of uh, cross-promotional whatever? Uh, I mean, I, I think maybe you might be see like maybe commercials, maybe, I mean, maybe. Um, but no, I don't think that there's any concern necessarily with that. Uh, with uh, that superpower of uh, entertainment, the I think one of the stranger things is that you know McMahon is gone, and that's a, that's a crazy thing because in our lifetime, you know, for apparently a couple of months, and I put that in air quotes, that was the case. But you know, that being official is pretty uh, pretty strange, and I think that's kind of flown under the radar for a lot of people. But um, okay, I don't know what else. Champions League. Uh, Arsenal wins it. I can do that. Yep, Arsenal wins it. I'm going to present the whole yeah, okay. group stage. Please. So group group A, uh, Bayern Munich, mm. and I'm going with uh, Copenhagen because Man United are pish. Uh, group B, Arsenal obviously top in that group, and I think PSV to go through in second place. Group C, uh, Real Madrid to win the group, and Napoli to finish runners-up. Group D, uh, Benfica. I think Antonio likes Benfica. Yeah. I don't know if that's your team, Benfica. Let's go Benfica first and uh, Real Sociedad second because they got Kieran Tierney. I like Kieran Tierney. Group E, let's go uh, Atletico Madrid and uh, Celtic. Why not Celtic? Why I like Celtic. Celtic. Uh, group F, they're good. Good, good, good bunch of lads. Uh, group F, mm, oh, that's a tough one because there's PSG, Borussia Dortmund, Milan and Newcastle. Uh, and they're all pretty good, those teams. So let's say PSG and uh, Newcastle. Group G, Man City and Leipzig probably to go through. And Group H, uh, Porto and Barcelona to advance. And then Arsenal to go on to win the whole thing. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Ant- you got it, baby. You, Antonio, you Take got it. Take it to the bank, baby. Baby. You did it. Uh, I miss Antonio. I like Antonio. I like Antonio. I, I, I want I that to be clear. I, I do. I, I like that fact that he's willing to... Uh, each week, if I'm wrong or not, we might not understand what the fuck we're trying to answer. Yeah, someone f- said that I was being mean for sort of mocking someone with English as an additional language. No. And that was not my intention at all. I'm, I'm mocking him because he's a fool, uh, not because of his grasp of English. <laughs> the, the two things are completely separate. I just want to make that clear. Right. But in, in, in an affectionate way, yes. like we, we love him. He's our, our lovable fool. Yes, he's our fool. Yes, I love him. I Antonio, I want you to I want you to stop. And I want you to listen to these words. We love you. We love you, Antonio. And I'll go so far as to say this. Number one fan. Number one fan. Antonio. I want you to change your Twitter bio or change your handle or whatever the fuck it's called to number one fan Antonio. Because you deserve if that. If you could see, if you could see how much money he's donated to us on Red Circle, has he really? He is. Uh, I don't know either because I don't get to see that. Information. <laughs> oh, oh, Probably he does. You think so? I imagine a lot. <laughs> Antonio, if you give us, if you let us know how much you've given, because uh, now you know what. Don't do that. That's that's no 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 need to do all that. That's gauche. Yeah. You know what? It is. It is. You're, you're worth more than that. You know your, what? You're right. Your support for us is priceless. That's that's incredibly well done. Number one fan, Antonio. We love you. And uh, keep on keeping on, as they say. 
All right, that's a perfect way to end the show there. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. Uh, we are both in need of money at the moment. <laughs> so <laughs> it's some our way. Uh, Can I Discord- ask you this week? Before you do the, the ending, I know we're, I, I do this all the time. I'm, I, and I apologize, Joel. It's very frustrating working with me. Um, no worries. How, how much did it – you don't have to get an exact number. Can you give me a range? How much were the plane tickets? Um. I didn't pay for them. I don't know. She oh, she just paid for she had her own credit card or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Well, you you know you're still going to have to you're going to wind up paying for that. You know that, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. She's she's so good at squirreling away money. Okay. She's she's done a tremendous job. Uh, a chunk of it's from mine, but a, a lot of it is hers actually. Because she, when we lived in China, she was working at the international school that right. I was working at, and on a pretty pretty penny actually and she wasn't spending any of that she oh. just she took all that away she <laughs> was just spending my money at that <laughs> right, time say, okay <laughs> as so she showed me that and again i don't want to misrepresent this because i am poor right. and i need your money right. dear listeners so don't don't let this stop you from <laughs> donating because i'm critically you know i'm struggling to put food on the table but when she showed me that i was like oh, respect i mean it's gone now because obviously she's yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> style, but, uh, yeah it, it was uh, impressive while it lasted okay all right well listen that's that's commendable that she was able to uh put a little nest egg away nice job by her all right uh now please wrap it up uh yeah discord link you can get send me a direct message on twitter and you will get full access to the deli but remember what Goes on in the deli, stays in the deli. Thank you. If anything from the deli leaves the deli, the deli will be closed. Oh, Just put it like that. How do you this like that? Yeah, you yeah. can stop stealing our stuff. <laughs> exactly. Uh, at Cobra Kawaii, and I don't know, it's, it's, and nobody's bought a <laughs> scampi shirt from Cobra Kawaii. Scampi is not even my cat. I don't know. I'm, I, this is me speculating. Let me know, Cobra Kawaii, if you're listening, which I'm certain you're not. Right. I think we might have to reassess our sponsorship deals here. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash SuperJack. When's the last time anyone bought a fucking T-shirt? Right, nobody's bought a T-shirt. When's the last time anyone left an iTunes review? Oh, please. Nobody uses iTunes, do they? Uh, who does that? Why, why am I plugging voices of wrestling? I don't know. They, they plug themselves with the insert. I need to have a, a cleanup actually of this closing segment. I think. I think it's just like so ingrained that we just do it. But yeah, I mean, like, like we pimp out these things at the end of the show every time. But who? A. I don't know if anybody listens to it. And B. Yeah, I, I can't. When was the last time somebody bought a fucking T-shirt? Probably a year years ago. Oh, that's depressing. I always hope that this really somebody wearing a t-shirt. Shirt, you don't want to buy a second one. Like I, I get it. If you already got one, I'm right. not expecting you to buy one more. Like maybe we need some new designs. You know what? You're probably right. You, you know what? You're probably right. We probably do need some new designs. Let's have one of a, a massive jizzing cock. Inappropriate. Spelling out super J casts. <laughs> I'm wearing. I'm wearing that to my wife's funeral. <laughs> Um, send, be- send one to oh. Thailand for oh mm. Jesus right, no, maybe we have a contest to see who can design art that we don't have to pay for now because then everybody will be yes! like no because yes! no because then we'll get complaints pay for the art man Ugh. no don't pay for the art we're poor yes you're doing it as a, as a if you want to do pay for the art pay for the fucking podcast thank you yeah, but maybe we should do some kind of design that'd be nice I would like to see what people come up with like to see what, yeah. Dude, how great was it when we went to the garden and that dude was wearing our t-shirt? And we're just, holy shit, that's us! Yeah. I mean, that's a good feeling. Floyd. Love Floyd. Floyd that's was Floyd, great. He's got his own podcast. He's, he's, a, he's a big name now. Is he? What's he doing? Yeah. 
He is um uh he co-hosts the at elite pod on the social suplex network. Wow. Look at him. God damn. Listen, I feel like we He's a guy. Yeah. <sighs> Does he listen to us anymore? I Almost certainly doesn't listen to us anymore. <laughs> no, I know, right? Certainly. <laughs> Why would he? Why would he? All right. I'm sorry. Keep, uh, uh, who cares? Do buy stuff. Give us money and go, go go fuck your mother. I don't care. Right. I'm deleting the Subscribe to Voices Wrestling Podcast Network because there's all those insert promos you hear at the start of the show. That is pointless. Um, Cobra Kawaii, I'm, f- I'm, I'm watching you. I'm side-eyeing you. We need to have a talk. Ooh. Is anyone buying the Scampi t-shirts? Because right. I'm not seeing any money here. Think- I would have thought, imagine they'd be flying off the shelves. <laughs> We should be billion. I haven't got a sausage. Right. Everyone should be wearing it. It should be like Austin 316. All right. Am I still going to uh, ask for reviews on iTunes? Because no, most of them are quite uncool. They say hurtful things. Yeah, they really do. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever looked at it. So, no. Uh, who cares? I don't uh, care if you do. Do, you do I want people to follow us on Twitter? Do I care if people follow us on Twitter? I want less people to follow me on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, probably. Um, Tell them to follow us. What's what was the other one that like was was so popular for like three days and then nobody talks about it anymore? The one that Facebook did. What was it called? Uh, Skitch or fucking <laughs> cutbag? What was it called? Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a terrible <laughs> name, by the way. If it was called that, like nobody's gonna go on. Threats? Hi, uh, this is uh, I'm uh, Damon McDonald on cutbag. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't even know what it's called. What's it? Uh, Clitter, we should call it. The new Twitter (laughs) with exclusively photos of people to upload of their genitals. You're gross now. Now you're just being now you're just being outrageous. Too far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so am I getting rid of follow us on Twitter at the Super J Cast? Is anyone listening to that thing? Yeah, I am going to follow. Surely, if you're listening to this, you are already following us, or don't like Twitter or don't care about Twitter. Right. And and probably 90% of the people that follow us on Twitter, aside from like every important person in pro wrestling, um the like the, they they don't listen. You know what I mean? Like they just kind of just lob on to us waiting for us to throw pastrami sandwiches their way so they're you know, like <laughs> there there are people on our Discord who claim not to listen to the podcast i, I know think i don't should, understand that i, I, I don't should, understand I should ban them. that really annoys me I mean, you, to no end it annoys me to no end and they'll almost like brag about it like yeah yeah know. like that that is a flex to them yeah like okay why are you here again oh you like to talk i like to have conversations about pro wrestling do you listen to a fucking show okay. that's that's a bannable thing next time someone says I don't actually listen to. Well, podcast, dude, that's why I. That's why I kind of. I, I had a, a fucking day, and uh, I'm seeing all this shit, and I was just like, boom, boom, I, like it. Boom. I like it when you have those days. Well, wait, so those I didn't know days. everybody knew it was me doing. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> there's only three people that had that power, and uh, it wasn't Joel, and it wasn't Booze, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I, I well, we had... wanted to do it. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. I... We often we often discuss. There's several people we discuss. Should we should we boot this person? Yeah. For this? Listen, uh, send me the names. I don't time. give a fuck. I'll, they're gone. I mean, <laughs> they're done. You give me the names, I will fucking do it. And I'll go so far as to be like, it was me. How about that? Because we didn't like you. 
You heard, you hear that? Well, no, they wouldn't hear it because they're not listening right. to the podcast. But shape up. But, well, listen, they'll get it third hand and say, Damon said he's going to buy everybody pizza if we don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how the information gets trickled down. Idiots. We've already got one person on the chopping block for doubting the uh, veracity of something that appeared in the delis. So really? We we are we are taking no prisoners in future. Really? There Somebody no doubted veracity. what we said in the deli? Yeah. What have we ever been wrong? Seriously, know, right? Uh, never. Did they did they get did they get tossed? Uh, I've said that when they are proved wrong, mm-hmm. um, groveling apology or they're out. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I and I don't want just like I want like three or four sentences. Yeah. 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 I want something. I want a thought provoking uh, apology. Yeah. Yes. How dare how, why are you oh, all right. never mind. Just gotta make me the apology needs to be as loud as the disrespect. Thank you. Oh Joel, you know what? You are you are such an intelligent uh wordsman. <laughs> That's a CM Punk thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Well listen. <laughs> I expect to see your fists taped and uh marked with an X. All right, listen, we, 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 we've been going on forever. This has been the longest ending ever. I think this podcast is actually better without me <laughs> structuring it and planning it. Me too. I said it from the jump. Like it, we, I feel like we get more, like it's more, I don't want to say authentic, but it's authentic. more, yeah, it's just us fucking, yeah, because we have nothing, we have no material. We have nothing to do. Right. All right. Um, you got to go to bed soon, right? What is it, like midnight there? Yeah, it's half eleven. I mean, it's Saturday, so I've right. got, got no way to be tomorrow. Uh, well, still, I mean, listen, you sit here t- fucking at midnight talking to me. You kidding? Jeez, Louise. Yeah, I would like to go away and watch all the cutscenes from the new Mortal Kombat game story mode. Wow, I'm gonna learn about hashes hey, and right. password cracking. That's what I'm gonna do. Sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, then. All right. So to wrap it up, no, I'm not doing any plugs or um, anything like that. Yeah, go fuck yourself, fuck everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Hello there, everybody. It's me, Gary Kidney, the co-host of You've Got to Be Kidding Me on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. And I am Liam Jones, my full name, and I am also a part of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network as a co-host for You've Got to Be Kidding Me. We are a TNA history podcast that covers TNA one month at a time. We cover all the drama, all the matches, all the Vince Russo nonsense you could ever want in your life. Have you you heard of TNA? I bet you have. But would it be funnier if two people made jokes over it the whole time? Probably. So if that sounds like fun to you, check it out on this very Voices of Wrestling podcasting network and Liam will do bits and whatnot.